Welcome to the Bookshelf Challenge, where the kids give the book recommendations. I'm Lindsay Serrano. And I'm Emily Campbell, and we've got a special mini-episode today. Um, Although I don't know how many it's going to be. I, well, I mean, I could go on for a while, but we are <laughs> we are under a time limit got because it. we record this during work. So. <laughs> right, 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 right. We got classes. So this week, we are going to talk about um, Emily's top five books of the year. This yeah, and I, Lindsay really limited me. She, Emily was <laughs> like, can we do it by genre? Can we do it by... And I was like, no. I mean, we could have done like weeks worth of podcast episodes about favorite books of the year. I was going through... <laughs> I did a Goodreads challenge this year, so I was keeping track of the books that I read so I could see how many I read over the year. Yeah. Which, at the moment, I think I'm at, like, 56, which I'm pretty proud of. My goal was Whoa. 50. Ooh, overachiever. So, yeah, I uh, was pretty happy with it, though. Um, but I was looking through, and I was like, ooh, I read some really good stuff this year. And then you said, well, let's do, like, YA teen kid books. And I was like, that eliminates a good chunk of my list. There you go. Okay. Well, see, it helped you narrow it down. Because I said only five. So let's get into it. All right. Now, these are books that you read this year. Yes. It does not mean that they were published this year. No, they're just ones that I happened to read in 2018. Perfect. So what is number five? Okay, number five um, is one you recommended. So Ooh. shout out to you. Nice. Um, number five is Zoe and Sassafras. Oh. I, this is a series um, by Asia Citro. Yeah. Um, and it's about a little girl mm-hmm. who's a scientist. Yeah. Um, and throughout her sciencing, she does really great modeling of, um, the scientific process, which is really cool. But also her science experiments all have to do with magical creatures. Perfect. So the one we read about, it's called, we read it in class. I read it to my first and second graders and it's called Zoe and Sassafras Dragons and Marshmallows. <laughs> and, um, Zoe finds out that her mom helps magical creatures and then mom goes out of town and a baby dragon shows up and she has to figure out how to help the baby dragon and what it needs through a series of experiments. Oh, I got your hypothesis, your experiments, yeah, scientific method. Yeah, you get method. to see like inside her science journal, which all my kids have a science journal. Oh, um, and so the, it's really good modeling of what to do. And I happen to know that these have become popular in the library now. Emily, you're like a library secret agent because... Um, you're like a library <laughs> secret agent. You're the one who told me to read it to them. But now I got first graders and second graders coming up and like, where's the new Zoe and Sassafras? And like kind of dealing with each other, trying to negotiate getting their hands on the book. You're so, welcome for that. Yes. Sure that's a good Yes. <laughs> that's a great book. And so it's a beginning chapter book. It's a beginning chapter book. It's It's quick. It was a quick read, but it was the first book we read together in class and it was... Fantastic. Oh, man. Um, I've been told by, I have not read the rest of the series. I think there are six. Mm-hmm. I know that you have about six. Yes. Um, I've been told that the fifth one is really, really good. Oh. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but all the kids I have who have read all of them say the fifth one is really good, too. Ooh, okay. So, Get on it. Make it. If you have one. a kid looking for a beginning chapter book. Have you read it? I read the first one. It's so cute, it's right? It's really cute. It's really I good. highly recommend it. Yeah. All right, what's number four? Okay, number four is one we've already talked about, so this will be quick. Number four okay. is Aristotle and Dante, Discover <gasps> the Secrets of the Universe. It's so good. That it's might be really on my good. list, too. Although I read it first, like, the early aughts. The I aughts. had not read it until Alex asked us to read it, okay. um, and I really liked it. And we yeah. talked about it in the episode with Alex, which was a few episodes yeah. back. 
And I gotta say, a lot of other teachers love this book too. It's Ms. Mushkin loves it. Said it was a ten. Yeah. And Ms. Holmes just read it. How? What did she think? Uh, loved it. I, I mean, it's really good. And it's got, um, yeah, I feel like I could recommend it to just about anybody. So shout out to all the enough. amazing teachers here who read YA fiction yeah. as well. Yeah, <laughs> all the middle school teachers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and us too, I guess. Yeah, we're also amazing. That's yeah. that's obvious. So we've already talked about Aristotle and Dante okay. on a previous episode. Yeah, go back and listen to previous episodes if you want to hear it's us really good. cry about an amazing book. Yes, and a lot of spoilers, I was told, after the fact. Whoops. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, number three. Yes, number three. Okay, I think you also have this one in the library. We the have it in the library. One, there's a sequel now, Ooh. and it's good, too. Um, the uh, My number three was A Gentleman's Guide to Vice and Virtue. Oh, it's uh, got a McKenzie great cover. Lee. That's what I know so It's far. got a great cover. There's a sequel called um, A Lady's Guide to Petticoats and Piracy. Oh, man. Um and it's real good, too. I can't decide which one I like better, and it's very rare that I like the second book better than the first book. Sequels are, you know, usually pretty weak, especially with a really popular book. Well, this, these are good books. Um, Gentleman's Guide to Vice and Virtue is about a young man in, like, the Victorian era in England. Mm-hmm. I, think it's a, I don't know my eras, but I'm guessing Victorian era. Everything's really fancy, and he's, like, an heir to a... Sounds like a rich, yeah. rich, kid. rich kid in England, and um, that's not really his scene. And so he and his best friend and his sister go on a tour of the continent and get into all sorts of misadventures. Um, all the while, he is the main character is secretly in love with his best friend. Nice. Um, it's so cute, and it is. It's got some exciting parts. It's funny. The sequel is about the sister ah. and her adventures after. And so the main character, like, shows back up, and uh, it's really good. So you get the the queer male protagonist in the first one, yeah. and the second one you get a sister, you get a female, um, wants to be a doctor in the Victorian era, mm. and is kind of fighting up against that. It's just uh, really good. It's like Dr. Quinn, <laughs> medicine woman, yeah. but in uh, Europe. Yeah. Which sounds even better. It was really good. It was a solid read. I was a little surprised. It's a long read. Yeah, it's what do you pretty, think kids longer. will, well, teens, could yeah. go, get through it pretty quickly? Yeah, I think so. It, I mean, it didn't take me long. I'm not a teen, I guess. But <laughs> it's um, it's a good one. I mean, it's exciting enough, and it's kind of a page turner because, you know, you really want things to end well for this kid, and yeah. you just don't know. And then things just go off the rails, like they meet some pirates, and they, sure. like, <laughs> it really turns into, like, an adventure story, which was a little unexpected. Oh, that's so, awesome. It's a good one. All right, number two. Okay, number two I just read like a week ago. Yeah. But I was really excited about it. And I'm reading your paper and did not know that they had a new book out. Yes. So um, this book is called Sam and Ilsa's Last Hurrah. Um, it's by David Levithan and Rachel Cohn. Love them. Uh, love them. I think I've read everything they've written together. They wrote Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Yes. They wrote Dash and Lily's Book of Dares. Yes. Sam and Eli's No, no Kiss, Kiss List. Mm-hmm. Um. All are fantastic. I feel like there's another one that I'm missing, but I might be wrong. David Levithan also has written, well, a lot on his own, obviously, mm-hmm. and then has written with John Green a little bit. Yeah. I, and I'm a big David Levithan fan. I feel like he was the editor of The Hunger Games. I could be making that up. Love the fact no check. I have no idea. <laughs> but that's cool. <laughs> um, Sam and Elsa's Last Hurrah was really good. 
Um, I think my favorite book by them together is still Dash and Lily's Book of Dares. Mm. But Sam and Elsa, I don't know. It could it could surpass Make that. Its way. I mean, it's your number two of the year. It was really good. It's about twins, Sam and Elsa, who are throwing a last big dinner party before they graduate high school. A classy couple teens just yeah. throwing a nice dinner party. And they each... The, the rules get explained for their dinner parties. They have these dinner parties all the time. Uh-huh. Um, and the rules are each person can invite three people. They can have three guests, but they can't tell their twin who they're inviting. And then they throw a dinner party. They call it a recess from the humdrum or something like that. <laughs> um, and then everything very quickly goes off the rails. Um, and it was so cute. And it had some wacky characters, which I really enjoyed. I read some reviews of this. It actually didn't get... At least on Goodreads, a lot of people were not that into it. Mm. I thought it was absolutely adorable. Aww. There's a character in the book. It's very much about, like, acceptance and following your own path and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a character in the book that Ilsa, I'm trying to remember, Ilsa invited this guy that she sort of knew from school to the dinner party because she thought he and Sam, her brother, would hit it off and, like, fall in love and have this. Nice big yeah. romance before he does whatever he's going to do next. Yeah. And then the guy shows up at the party with a sock puppet on his hand because he has social anxiety. And he talks through the sock puppet for the entire book. And the sock puppet has a name and a, a different personality than the kid. And it was so... Like, when I read it, I was like, what's happening? And then I really... It was, like, very endearing. Um, oh, well, I want to read that one. It was a good one. It was a quick read. I... uh I've recommended it to a few people already. Nice. My wife is reading it at the moment. So I mean, shout out. She's been killing it. Yeah, <laughs> she listened to, she went um, on a trip this weekend and listened to Becoming the Whole Way There and Back by Michelle Obama. Oh, so she's, did she come back super empowered? I feel like that's what I would She be. was really digging it. She said it was wonderful. <laughs> oh, I need to. So, but she's reading Sam and Elsa right now. You can get her review when y'all go hydrocycling next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, here we go, number one. Okay, number one apparently surprised you. I'm assuming you have it in the library. I have it in the library. I just have never, I don't know if I've heard you talk about it. Oh, it's really good. I read it like in January. This was one of the first books I read this year. Um, It's called Six of Crows. Mm -hmm. It's a duology. It's two books Mm -hmm. um, by Lee Bardugo, who I think is a pretty prolific, like, YA teen writer Yeah, she also wrote... I think the Wonder Woman, they have this yeah, series yeah, yeah, yeah. of DC novelizations. She wrote the Wonder Woman. I haven't read that. I did read her. She has another series called the, Blood and Bone or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like the, I'm going to say it wrong, but she has a trilogy that's pretty popular and as well. And that series is connected to the Six of Crows mm-hmm. books. Six of Crows books are better. Mm. Um, they're like a fantasy heist kind of that book. That good. They were so good. And I think the reason I liked them so much is they reminded me of a an adult fantasy series that's one of my favorites of all time mm-hmm. called, oh, I can't say the name of it. It's <laughs> got a bad word in it. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> but they're um, really good heist books, and I've been having trouble like finding anything that compares to it. And I was really surprised when I read Six of Crows, which is a YA book. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, this is really, really good. Like, the world building is really good. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of really clever, interesting characters, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of trickery. Like, I love a Ooh. book where 
Like, the characters are tricking each other, and you feel like you're in on it, and then you, there's this big reveal, and you realize you were not in on it at all as a reader. Like, I like being yeah, surprised. You're like an unreliable this. narrator. I sure do. And this had a couple of unreliable narrators. That's awesome. So, they're a little bit darker, um, very much like scraping by on the streets of this mm-hmm. fantasy world and doing what it takes to survive. So, there's some violence. There's some lying and deceit, things like that, but it is a fun, fun read. And um, if you're an adult, then ask me what my favorite fantasy heist series is yeah. for adults, and I'll tell you, yeah. not on a podcast for children. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> yeah. Um, what an amazing list. I feel very inspired. I've read two of these. I need to read the rest. I might even read Six of Crows. It's so good. It's your number one. I should do it. You haven't steered me wrong yet. quality. I mean, it was exciting and fun, and I really liked it. Sam and Elsa, too. You'll you'll like them, I think. It's quick. It's short. That seems very much in my wheelhouse. Yeah. (laughs) I think you're... I'm excited, Lindsay, to hear your top five and see how they compare. Do you think anything from the podcast this year will be on your list? I think things that I have mentioned in what I... You know, when we talk about what we've been reading, yeah, would be on my list. Okay, I'm thinking back. I mean, I might have put Aristotle and Dante on there, but I had our. We already talked about it, and that would be boring. For That's everyone. true. So I'll pick some new ones. My bad. <laughs> it's on all your fault. So sorry. <laughs> I'm excited to hear your. Yes, list too. we'll do that soon, and we should let you go and teach your class. Got to teach about mercury today fun (laughs) it's gonna be a good time all right thanks everybody for listening thank you for to charlie Patton for our theme music and marcy jackson for our logo and thank you as always to st francis school um for being awesome and letting us do a podcast and if you want to have us read a book that you love um tell us tell us um (laughs) shoot us an email at bookshelfchallenge at gmail.com or if you go to st francis literally just come back just come tell us all right bye